He's making his way over right now. He is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. He spent 17 seasons as head team physician for the Chargers. Also worked with the Bulls, the T-Wolves, the Suns. You can find his analysis at Sports Injury Central and their website, SixScore.com. We are joined by Dr. David Chow. Doc, it is great to see you here in Vegas. What's going on, Doc? How are you feeling? Great. You got a great setup here, man. Of Not course. bad, right? Not, of course. Jim Rome, of course, you're going to have the best. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, Doc, you, only, you deserve only the best, Doc. <laughs> you deserve only the best. All right. So why don't we jump right into this? Patrick Mahomes is having another outstanding postseason because, well, he's Patrick Mahomes, but also because of the guys up front. Let me ask you about guard Joe Tooney. He suffered that pectoral injury in the divisional round. He missed the AFC championship game, Doc. What is his status right now? Do you think he'll be able to go on Sunday? Unfortunately, I don't. And I'm not questioning Joe Thune. It's the type of injury it is and the position that he is. It's not a pec tear with surgery, but it's a pec strain. And remember, he plays left guard. And the most important thing in football is the A-gap. So if he has a right pec that can't hold off rushers, I don't think they could try and play him. Even though I'm sure he wants to, I think he would be a liability, unfortunately. All right, so that's a really key piece right there. What about linebacker Willie Gay Jr.? He's been battling a neck injury. It kept him out of the AFC Championship game. He has returned to practice. What does that mean for his outlook on Sunday? I think Willie Gay has a good chance to play. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. I always say the the week off before the Super Bowl has magical healing powers, right? Because everyone wants to go. We saw it in C.J. Uzama and the Bengals a couple years ago. But that's one where I think he's going to be fine. But obviously on the D-line, Amenahue's been uh, the former 49er confirmed with an ACL tear like we thought in-game at Sports Injury Central. So he's out, and Nadi is still out, a big run stopper up front. Okay, I was going there next. The pro football doc joins me right here on the set. What about Derek Nadi? Suffered the triceps injury in the wild card round against Miami. He has not played since. What are the chances he's activated off IR for the big game? Don't see it. He hasn't even been activated to practice yet, and without a triceps, once again, situationally, you can't keep blockers off you if you don't have a triceps to be able to push. We're talking to the pro football doc. Now, the Chiefs have also had some issues at running back, too. Isaiah Pacheco has been limited in practice, toe and ankle injuries. The team did get some positive news, though. Jarek McKinnon has improved. He's off the IR after suffering that groin injury later in the regular season. Bottom line, how do you see things developing for the running backs for KC? Look, I think Pacheco's going to be fine. He's been listed for a couple of weeks with the toe and the ankle. Jarek McKinnon, it's a good sign he's been activated to the practice window and practicing. But I don't know that that means for sure he's going to play. He came off core muscle surgery. He's getting close. But remember, he's a speed, quickness, cut guy. That makes it very hard. And there's no downside in activating him to the practice window now because the season's over. So they just want to see him practicing with the team, and let's see what he can do. I haven't seen any practice video yet, so I'm not ready to say, we're not ready to say that he's for sure going to be activated in play, despite the fact that he's in position to. The pro football doc is joining us. You get a very different sort of angle and analysis when you go to his website. And also when we have these conversations, Doc, what about the 49ers? Let's jump over there right now. Christian McCaffrey obviously is so critical to everything they do offensively. He briefly left the NFC Championship game with what appeared to be a shoulder injury, but then he came back. He has not been listed on the injury report. Where do you think he's at physically this week? 
Look, for this late in the season, I think he's really good. The calf is not an issue. He was, had his thigh worked on. He got dumped on his head and shoulder. None of that seems significant, especially with a big game like the Super Bowl. For a regular season game, I don't think McCaffrey misses. So for the Super Bowl, he is a full go for them. All right, so you think about some of their weapons. You think about George Kittle, one of a handful of guys left from that team that lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl four years ago. Doc, he's made it real clear that he's on a mission. He's obsessed. He wants this thing badly. He's been dealing with a toe injury it did force him to miss three days of practice last week how could that potentially impact his effectiveness Sunday is that a concern I don't think so not for George Kittle first of all how he plays uh, and his uh, toughness and uh, I don't see the toe we reviewed all the video we didn't see anything significant anything that's there he's going to be minor with the emotions he'll be fine all right emotions adrenaline whatever it takes then you got the big dog, Debo. Debo's shoulder injury dominated conversation leading up to the NFC title game. He was able to play. He played big. Safe to say that he'll go without any limitations Sunday? That's correct. And, you know, leading up to the conference championships, we were saying we don't see that as the same shoulder scapula fracture that was week six. And we were confident that Debo would play in that, and he did. And Debo even came out and said before the game, as soon as I found out it wasn't that, I was good to go. That's in the rearview window there. All right, so, Doc, I've run down a number of guys right now am i forgetting anybody kind of take me through what other thoughts do you have about the matchup what are some of the things that you're looking forward to seeing and that you're tracking this week well i think the key thing is that the 49ers defensive line is now much healthier eric armstead kinlaw hargrave they're all sort of back and Drake greenlaw is fine but you know he had a little neck stinger i think he'll play through so it's really you know how much thuny affects them in the ability to be run pass balanced if any team in the NFL that is has to pass and chase, it gets harder, especially with the Chiefs' tackles. So that's going to be the key to the game. Can Mahomes' magic overcome the overall 49ers team? It makes you wonder, right, that the Mahomes' magic generally overcomes everything, but we know how badly the 49ers need this one, and they are loaded. Overall, who is the healthier team between these two? Well, there is a process of natural selection. In order to get further in the playoffs the Super Bowl, you have to be relatively healthy. But there is a small advantage to the 49ers. Our Sports Injury Central 6 score is 91-6 for the 49ers and the high 80s for the Chiefs. So there is a slight advantage to the 49ers there. All right, so if folks are looking for any kind kind of edge, any kind of angle, any kind of action, you're not going to tell them what to hit, but you do have an analysis and you have a certain system where things, certain things do jump out. If they go to Sports Injury Central and they go to the website, what will they find once they get there? And what are some nuggets that they might find this week? Well, the, the nuggets you'll find is, you know, the, the Thuni, the injury stuff that we've talked about and the health of the 49ers. And uh, there's some, you know, prop actionable things there with the McKinnon and otherwise. And, you know, we leave it to people to interpret. There's also a pick side of the site that we've hit close to 60% this year on actionable stuff. We've been 4-1 and one in the playoffs, etc. This one's a little harder because they're evenly matched, but there should be a high-scoring game and uh, look forward to some fun. All right, so who do you like? Can you, can you say, who do you like? Okay. What's your gut tell you? Okay, so people don't get mad at me. I was a huge Chiefs fan last year. My son is a Patrick Wilson fan. I brought him to the game last year. This year, I'm clearly rooting for the 49ers. I happened to just see John Lynch yesterday, give him a hug. I still remember the look on his face, so downtrodden in the locker room after the game. Because remember, last time they played in Miami, they were up 10 in the fourth quarter, and they oh, lost yeah. by double digits. And I said, John, go get it. So I'm rooting hard for the 49ers, and they do have a little bit of the medical edge as well. So sorry, Chiefs fans. Sorry, my son, if you're watching. I'm flipping. I'm going to root for the 49ers. 
I love that. Doc, really quickly, I'm glad you saw John Lynch. You know John Lynch. I know John Lynch. He is one of the best dudes. Yes. He, talk about, I mean, it, it's such a great thing. We're talking about a, guy, about a guy that went to Torrey Pines High School, played his college ball at Stanford. I worked for his father. My wife worked for his father. And John is such a good dude. Like, John, he is so smart. He's never really changed. Are you at all surprised by the success that he's had and the transition he's made from broadcasting to the front office? No, because he's a smart man and he knows how to lead people and he knows what he knows and doesn't know. Okay, so he brings in personnel people to help him in the decisions. He's collaborative in his effort. He's smart enough and confident enough in his own abilities that he's okay sharing what's going on. And I love John, not just for being from San Diego. Look, I was telling you in the locker room in Miami when I happened to run into him, I wasn't even trying to seek him out. I knew how disappointed he was. He stopped me and asked me about my family and kids. I'm like, are you kidding me? Hey, like, by the way, he, he meant it, too. He means it. I know. That's why I, I have to root for the man this time. Yeah, no, we went to a family event. We are very good friends with his brother and his sister and Kara and Rob. And we were at an event, and I hadn't seen John for a while. And he sees my wife, Janet. He's like, where's Jim? Where's Jim? Where's Jim? Like, he's so genuine. He's such a good guy. He's impossible not to pull for. All right, so really quickly, Doc, if the listeners or viewers want to go to the website, once again, remind them where to go. And part, most of the site is free. There's a premium part that you can pay for if you want to, but there's a lot of great information that's free. It's Sports Injury Central, SICscore.com. And we have basketball information okay. up there, too. We're the first to, quote, report and say, Joel Embiid will not be the MVP. He's going to miss time and need a knee how, how much surgery. Time, how much time is he going to miss? Uh, he's going to miss most of the regular season and be lucky to be back for the playoffs at this point in time. Uh, so he's going to miss quite a bit of time with this lateral meniscus tear scope. All right, so there you go. It's not just football. Doc, really appreciate you. Great to have you on the show. Have a great week. Thanks so much. Thank you.